0: Welcome to Coping Skills for Chronic Physical and or Mental Health Issues, where I don't try to replace your treatment team, but instead provide helpful tips and skills from the viewpoint of a certified rehabilitation counselor of over 23 years and who has had to live with significant physical and mental health issues to help you get by and thrive in your daily living and rehabilitation. Today's episode is Tips for a More Successful Blood Draw and IV Insertion for Easy feinders and those with difficult veins that often require lots of pokes. If you are like me or several members of my family, then blood draws or IV insertions are just horrible experiences. But I've gone through many, many of them, and so have my family, and I have done quite a bit of research, so hopefully, I've come up with a great list that will be able to help you the next time that you go in for one of these uh, blood draws or IV insertions. So let's start with an easy one. Uh, number one, if you have the option, go to a place that specializes in blood draws. You know, we have a place here in town that, you know, they do this all day long, and so they've done it literally thousands of times compared to uh, in a doctor's office where that you have someone who might have done it a dozen times or something. Uh and it makes all the difference in the world. So if you have that option, go to the person who specializes it and does it literally over and over and over again and can usually get that vein on the first try. Uh, and who knows how to handle someone who's fainting, for example, or how to make someone comfortable. It makes all the difference in the world. So if you have that option, take it. Number two, if you do not have the option of number one, then speak up. Tell them of your difficulty and ask for their best person. Uh, And if you know about it in in advance, for example, if you're going to go to the hospital and get an IV put in, then make sure you call the hospital in advance and ask them for their best person in advance. And then when you show up, then follow up and add and remind them of your problem and ask them again for their best person uh, and make sure they get that best person don't don't let them get away with just trying any you know their new intern out on you number three and this is before you go in and it has a lot of subsets here but a drink a lot of water if you're allowed to and sometimes they will you'll know, be fasting you'll it'll, it'll look like you're not allowed to so make sure you ask even if it looks like you're not allowed to drink water if you can drink water tell them your problems and just see if they will because there's been a lot of times that it looks like i'm not allowed to drink water we ask and they say oh yeah okay in your case go ahead and drink water and it does help uh you with your veins and it does help you not be so susceptible to fainting so it does help be under before you go I try to do some type of relaxing exercise like meditation or mindfulness um you can check out some of my other podcasts uh but Stress narrows the blood vessels, uh, making it harder to do a blood draw or to find the IV. So you want to be as relaxed as possible. C under before you go, bring someone that can support you. Again, that'll help reduce the stress. Uh, They can also help remind you of things you need to do when you're there. And if you get a little woozy or something, then they can help to drive you home. D, wear loose clothes. E, bring a snack for after the appointment. And F, dress warm. Number four, so this is while you're there. Um, hot, moist towels uh, 10 minutes prior to getting the blood draw or an IV. So this especially helps those that get have to get poked a lot because it helps uh, bring those veins, makes them easier to see. Uh, and so you can simply explain your issue and then just ask somebody there for that. And they'll usually be uh, accommodating for that. And now just kind of as a 4A here, I'm just going to add a word of, caution in here about numbing sprays and creams and pain relievers uh i just want to say ask your doctor uh before doing any one of those as they may interfere with the test the pain reliever especially can interfere with the test and the numbing sprays could interfere with the test but mainly the concern there is they actually can constrict the veins make them smaller and so you have to kind of weigh the benefits there you know versus the numbs it uh your arm, but it's harder than actually find the vein. Okay. Going on to number five and that's use gravity. So you want to let your arms drop as much and hang as much as possible before getting that blood draw. Number six, uh, when you're getting the blood draw, again, remind the person that's doing the blood draw or doing the IV of your issues. So they make sure that they can help prepare. Like, for example, if you faint, they, they can make sure everything's set there. Uh, and then also you also just want to talk to them or a friend during the, t- the t- whole time just as a good distraction. Uh, it helps you get through it. Number seven, uh, for heaven's sake, please don't look at your arm. Number eight is also simple. Sit still. Make it easy for the person bl- drawing their blood or doing the IV. Number nine will help with pain a little bit, which is breathe out as the needle is going in. Now that's of course, assuming the whole process only takes a few seconds. If for some reason, it's taking longer. Then I recommend uh, switching to 4x4 breathing or what they call box breathing. Just because that'll help you make sure you're breathing the entire time to help with you prevent fainting, And it also helps distract you. Uh, so the 4x4 breathing is when you breathe in through your nose for 4 seconds, hold for 4 seconds, breathe out through your mouth for 4 seconds, hold for 4 seconds. And then you just keep repeating that. Number 10... If the person fails after a couple tries, it is entirely reasonable to ask for someone else. And yes, even though we have asked for the best person that several times, they have not given us the best person, and they have failed many times, and they have gone and gotten a better person after failing multiple times to get the IV in or to do the blood draw correctly. So again, do not be afraid to ask for another person. It is entirely reasonable and ethical to do that. Uh, or you can also ask for a, a smaller or what they call a butterfly needle if, if you need to. Okay, I'm going to back up to number three because I realized I missed something. I mentioned water, but I forgot to mention food. So if you are allowed to eat, it is okay to eat a good meal one to two hours before your. Blood work to prevent lightheadedness. So you don't want to eat right before the appointment, but one to two hours beforehand. Uh, proteins good, but you want to stay away from fatty or rich foods and avoid alcohol. For those who faint, let me mention a couple ways that may help you through. Um, here's the traditional one, which is uh, if you start to feel yourself, you know, feeling faint, uh, you know, if possible, lie down. And then put your legs up. Again, you want to use that gravity to help the blood flow uh, towards your head. And then uh, you can, if you're sitting down, uh, you put your head uh, lower that between your knees. And then, of course, try to avoid dehydration. Like we talked about drinking water. And then keep the blood circulating if possible. And avoid uh, being overheated uh, if you need to uh, you know, go to a different environment. Now, I mentioned that was kind of the traditional way, but there has been some studies that have found uh, some other ways that have found very helpful. So if you're again, if you're feeling faint, try this. You can cross one leg over the other, then tense your leg, abdominal and buttock muscles, then tense your arms by gripping the fingers of one hand with the other and then trying to pull them apart. Or you can simply make fists and then tighten them as hard as you can. And that is shown to kind of raise your blood pressure. And so that tends to help you not faint, uh, And so that might work better than the first thing I mentioned. Of course, with that method, you don't want to tense your arm with a needle in it. You tell them to stop first. There's one other technique called the Applied Tension Technique that I'll review by Lars Gordon ost which I'm probably pronouncing wrong. Uh, this one you'd have to practice several times a day uh, for at least a week beforehand. Uh, and basically what you're doing is you're tensing your muscles uh, 10 to 15 seconds each, and then you relax them for 20 to 30 seconds, and then you repeat that. Now, you can look that up, and probably there's probably an order or something that you can do. But that's essentially what you do, which if you listen to the progressive muscle relaxation thing, that's essentially what it is, is a progressive muscle relaxation type thing. But it, except for they have an assigned interval. Um, and again, what that is doing is it's building the your Blood pressure. So, then if you start feeling faint, then you can try doing that. Uh, and again, that they recommend doing that one for at least a week, several times a day um, before doing the blood draw or getting your IV done. Okay, last thing is so after the blood draw or after the IV, um, they recommend eating foods rich in iron, salt, drinking lots of fluids, and avoiding alcohol, strenuous exercise hot baths, saunas, standing for long periods, and activities that would be considered dangerous. Okay, so there's about 10 minutes worth of ideas that'll hopefully save you a whole heap of trouble later. So hopefully your next blood draw or IV will go a whole lot better. So good luck to you. Thank you for listening to Coping Skills for chronic, physical, and or mental health issues, helpful hints and bandages. Until next time, hang in there. More skills are coming, and even if it doesn't seem like it sometimes, life is worth it. You're worth it. This has been Robert Sickle.